0: Hey there, everyone. Welcome to the Six Ways from Sunday podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and I'm the host of this show. The Six Ways from Sunday podcast is uh, just another way that we reach out to an, this online community of faith that we're building here in Basha and Pinoka through the Rising Spirit Ministry, which is a partnership between uh, the Pinocchio United Church, the Basha United Church, and this online group of people that um, get together virtually, and connect with the content that we create uh, through Robin's sermons on Sundays in either Basha or Pinoka. Uh We've also got a weekly blog that Robin shares with us, with this online community, and then this weekly podcast. And we also crank out some videos once in a while, and other forms of content through our social media channels. Uh, if you haven't already, we'd love for you to check out the sixwaysfromsunday.ca website, as well as the risingspiritministry.com website, and there's lots of great content there. And then you can also uh, become part of the community through engaging uh, us on Facebook, and the best way to do that is just search Six Ways from Sunday on Facebook. Um, I hope that you're subscribed to this podcast. However you listen to podcasts, you can um, get subscribed to the show either through email or just on your podcast app on your iPhone or Android. Um, we've been doing this for I think about six months now, um, putting out a new episode every week and usually what happens is uh, Robin, our minister here in Basha and Pinoka, comes in and joins me for uh, just a quick uh, half an hour conversation over a cup of coffee it's very casual and lots of times we don't even know really what we're going to talk about until we really get into it, but we always go somewhere uh, interesting with, with each week's show and this week will be no different. Uh, we're, in, we're into Advent now, so uh, over the last couple weeks we've been talking about hope and peace and this being the third Sunday of Advent, uh, it's time to talk about joy. So Robin, welcome back to the show. Ben? Thanks for coming in. You're welcome. Um, I always appreciate your time, your insights, uh, your comments on my coffee, which yours is... uh, I'm trying not to say anything today, Ben. Okay, well, I'll just assume that it's great. Experience the joy. Um, You sound as joyful as ever. Thanks, Ben. Let's talk about joy today.
1: Well, I thought I'd do this entire podcast in this this tone of voice, if that's okay. Um, Just to make the point that joy has absolutely nothing to do with happiness. I'm picturing Um, a
0: rain cloud over you right now. Thank
1: you. I appreciate that. Um, I was trying to do that, you know, uh, inside out, right, where all the the emotions and stuff are are little characters. I was trying to do the little sad. Sadness? Yeah. yeah. Um, She's great. She's great. And, uh, the thing is, the thing is we, we often just, you know, it's happiness, right? Joy is happiness. And no, it's not, it's not just happiness. Um, lots of people are, are, can be, can be happy and, and not really experiencing. Joy. Let me tell you, let me ask you, I'm going to tell you a story. Let me tell you a story and then I'm going to ask you that. Okay. 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 Uh, I used to know a guy, um, uh, back in the day in Ontario, um, he was from rural Ontario and he loved to tell this story and he told it frequently and he swore it was true that in the little town in Ontario that he grew up, there was a one church. It was a Roman Catholic church. Um, and uh, on Christmas, it was, it was a beautiful church, a nice big tall spire and everything. And on, at Christmas time, they would set up a manger, uh, a, a crash out the front, like a big one. And they put all the figures in it, Mary and Joseph, um, and the animals. Um, Of course, they wouldn't put the magi there because they weren't there yet. Um, But um, the manger would be empty. Okay. And then on Christmas Eve, they'd have a Christmas Eve service, late service. And then at midnight, they'd all go outside just before midnight. And at the stroke of midnight, they'd run a cable from the top of the spire down into the manger, and somebody up in the bell tower would put a little plastic baby Jesus on the no. cable, and he would slide down the cable into the manger um, <laughs> at the stroke of midnight. And um, the, the, that, that's not the story, believe it or not. The story is that he said, he said that, that they used to do that every year, until one year. It was very cold. And the little plastic baby Jesus was not moving off the uh, top of the spire very easily. He wasn't going down wasn't the wire. He wasn't sliding down the he cable. He wasn't zip lining very easily. And so whoever it was up there decided to give him a really good solid shove. And so at the stroke of midnight, the baby Jesus fired down this cable, <laughs> smashed into the manger, into it like a hundred pieces, and scattered all the other figures everywhere. And then they didn't do it again after that. So let me ask, let me ask you um, do you find that story uh humorous um, appalling, <laughs> sacrilegious or joyful
0: uh, probably a little of everything, but mostly hilarious
1: <laughs> it's a funny story it is a funny story um and and people laugh people would laugh when he told it. And, but it didn't occur to me until after I'd, I'd seen him tell it like, I don't know, a dozen times that the best part of the story wasn't the baby Jesus firing down the cable. It wasn't the what happened that ended that tradition. Um, and it wasn't the people laughing. It was the, you could see the sheer joy on his face every time he told the story. As he was telling it, Because he was telling this story and people were laughing and it was funny and it was, it was uh, something more than just happy right you, yeah you just see those, sh- and that's the thing about joy is that it's not just about surface happy it's about there's something in you that is really experiencing yeah um uh, something that's re- renewing you right there's
0: a richness to it that the, is yeah beyond it's a, just there's a depth glad to or it. happy yeah it's i mean there's so many different ways to experience joy too you you might find joy in, um, in doing something that's really strenuous, difficult work, but because you're doing it to help someone that uh, you feel joy because of that. Yeah. But, but yet you're not happy in, in the midst of doing that work, but it is a, joyful, there's a joyfulness to it. That's the
1: richness of the Christmas story too, right? Is that um, there are so many stories that we tell around Christmas that in fact may not actually be happy. In, in fact, fact it, when you think about it, I mean, we consolidate uh, at least two gospels and some other stuff into one big story of angel visits Mary, Mary and Joseph go to Bethlehem, baby's born, shepherds appear, angels, uh, magi, um, three kings. Mm-hmm. Traditionally, right? Like that's the traditional major scene, and we put all of those figures all in one big scene, and. I don't think there's anything, wrong. I know there's lots of people who think there's lots wrong with that, because it is conflating two different gospel stories and some other stuff Into that we mean, including, including, uh, other than the fact that it actually doesn't say there's three magi, it doesn't say they're kings, it doesn't say there's three, it says there's three gifts. There could have been more of them, we don't know. Um, and they certainly did not have names. So if you are singing We Three Kings from Orient Are, First of all, we don't know they came from there. But secondly, that's not their names. We made that up. Yeah. Right? And there's nothing wrong with that. It adds to the story. It fills the story with even more opportunities to tell. Um, A few weeks ago, we were talking about Midrash, right? Yeah. It's a story that you tell about the story, right? Because it fills out what the story's about. We tell lots of stories about Christmas. The, The bottom line is that the odds are pretty good that however you tell that Christmas story... Their journey to Bethlehem was not comfortable. They're in a stable with animals. It's probably cold. It probably isn't warm and fluffy and there's you know lustrous glow. They basically and everything.
0: they didn't know anyone there. There was no they one. They wouldn't have known them. anybody.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And they weren't even they they so had nowhere they to stay. They were totally alone. Uh, they were totally alone. And then a bunch of shepherds show up who, by the way, that's like the lowest class of anything in Hebrew society, because um, they're always out in the field. They're dirty. They're smelly. They're not very sociable. Um, hor- horrid people, you know. They're not. They're not. But that's that's. See, how do you then create this sort of warm, fluffy story um, of you know Mary and Joseph are just having a good old time. Their kids born, and yeah, we've well, romanticized actually, it. Ex- yeah, to the extreme, no kidding. But even but just still, the fact
0: that they're having their first baby there's and the they're joy not married, right there. But it Though, would be terrifying.
1: But there's the joy, and that's why. That's why the, Christina Rossetti wrote a, a, a just well, lots of awesome and amazing poems. But there's one about love came down at Christmas. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's exactly what's happening there, right? And, and again, we've talked before about how lo- like Christmas isn't just one moment, right? It's many moments. Um, but it's the moment of, of incarnation in which love appears, right? And, and that's, that's how can that not be joy? Mm. Right? It, it is. It simply is. Um, is it under the happiest of circumstances? No, it's not. And, and in fact, there, I'm sure there are lots of births that aren't whether that's actually a person or metaphorically speaking. Um, but the moment of birth is a moment of joy. Mm-hmm. Um, new life has been created. It's a moment of joy.
0: That every, not just Jesus birth, but every birth is love incarnate. I think love made flesh. Yeah. Like we, so, even, I mean, the, the, one of the, one of the classic explanations when kids start asking, mom, where do babies come from is, Parents explain how well mommy and daddy really love each other, and out of that love we produced you and it and I've always thought of that as thought what? of it that way is that our kids what are, you, are, are a physical about? manifestation of our ben, love. what are you talking about
1: there's storks involved and
0: yeah there's some other uh, some other good stories you know, to,
1: what was it watermelon seeds was that the, is that another one uh yeah, you know some, it's just that yeah you gotta you gotta have a story Ben. you can't just tell the truth I right. right. That's the thing, though, is that this is a story where there's, 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 there's truth in this story, right? There's, what's, what's true in this story is love and joy, well, hope and uh, peace, as, peace well. as well, right? Um, it's funny, I just we were, as we were talking there, I was thinking, it's funny how, again, it's how you represent, right? Um, we have an Advent wreath, right? Each Sunday has a candle. And then the fifth candle in the middle is Jesus. That's for Christmas, right? Um, and the four candles are depending on how, what tradition you follow. Um, the four candles may be, uh, all blue, three blue and one pink or three purple and one pink. The most consistent older tradition is three purple and one pink. Um, but, but blue is making a big comeback these days because, um, then you can differentiate it from uh lint, right? Which is purple right right um so um but but the pink candle that's the joy candle it's pink you can tell cuz it's pink why pink why wouldn't it enjoy like red or maybe i mean a nice bright vibrant green what about a rainbow where where, where does pink come in as the the color of no, joy pink? well and and in fact in some traditions it's rose sunday the color isn't pink really? it's rose and there are various stories around that, too, right? Um, and then, uh, uh, but the, 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 story, the part of this story that I like the most is there were four Sundays in Advent, which was such a time set apart for anticipation and waiting. And it was a time of, um, you know, you're waiting in the dark. So it's a dark time, and it was purple, and it was, you know, all of this down stuff. That somewhere along the line, somebody went, you know, we should get a Sunday off from all of that. Let's have a Sunday of joy. And it's Litare Sunday, right? In the Roman Catholic tradition, it means that's Latin. It means joy. Mm. Um, but uh, somebody decided we needed relief from that. So we should have a Sunday of joy. How ridiculous is that? Sorry. I'm Sorry. I get, I get, and, and maybe this is a, another way of saying, um, yeah. Let's be clear that there's a difference between Advent and Lent. They are not the same kind of thing. Lent isn't just the time of preparation for Easter, and in, in the same way that Advent is preparation for Christmas. Um, let's say they're different, right? Um, although one might argue that they're actually not. <laughs> that they are both a time of preparation of um, self-examination of time in the mm-hmm. wilderness, right? I mean, after all, um, John, right?
0: Yeah, we were just talking about that last week.
1: Yeah, preparing yeah. the desert, a highway for our God, right? God's coming through the wilderness Yeah, and will bring new life. Um, so, uh, as, I, again, though, it's, it's one of those things where, um, like all of those other Sundays, on all of those other ways that you, uh, you come to Christmas we approach in different ways we prepare in different ways well
0: i remember when we were a couple weeks ago we were talking about hope and i asked you on the podcast how how do you talk to someone about the message of hope who is in a place in their life that they're feeling hopeless and it's a little bit like it's a little bit like telling someone to just look at the bright side look at the glass half full come on chin up cheer up when they are not feeling anything remotely close to joy. And yeah, we, we just talked about how joy is a spectrum of emotions. It's not just uh, synonymous with happiness. Mm-hmm. But um, there are many people around Christmas time during the Advent season who are dreading Christmas, really, because it is a difficult time for, for them sure. because of things that they're missing, people that they're missing in their lives Difficult things that have happened during the Christmas season in their lifetime. Uh, and also just even if it's not a specific trauma that you're reliving at Christmas time, there's also for a lot of people just this expectation that Christmas is going to be so joyful that happy. it puts it puts a lot of pressure on... Happy. Yeah, to just... Happy. To be happy, happy, happy. Mm-hmm. And then if you're not, then it's like... yeah build-up and then the, the crash right like is not isn't don't they say that um, depression is kind of around the Christmas time the Christmas season it's at a all-time high yeah I not it's not surprising so so how do you approach um, joy with someone who is struggling or how do you have joy as part of that season of preparing for Christmas if you're not in a joyful time in your
1: life. Well, oh, I think you're talking about, oh, well, okay. Uh, I think, I think that, um, well, a couple, in fact, a couple of weeks ago, uh, when we were talking about hope, you reminded me of that scene in that kids, the movie inside out, uh, yeah. uh, inside out where, um, bing bong is losing all of those memories are going and like her imaginary child, uh, imaginary friend from her childhood, um, and it's not joy that inspires him; it's sadness, mm-hmm. because sadness simply sits down with him and says, "I'm sorry, you're sad. I'm. Mm-hmm. Um, I. I. I know. I, you know. I, I. know you're feeling sad. Um, uh, you know. Tell me your story. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and and that's one of the things about." Uh, the, it, we we want uh of course we want christmas to be a happy time of course you do but there there is lots of people for whom it's not a happy time it doesn't mean it can't be devoid of joy um and and the way i think the way to do that is ask people to tell their story you know there can be there can be tears with joy there can be yeah. um there can be and, and um even, even in even in moments like, like when you're celebrating somebody's life, right? Um, that is that is a a moment of great grief. You've you've lost somebody, um, and they're they're no longer there. Except they are. They are in how you remember them, and remembering, of course, that remember means to reconnect. How you remember them, uh, how you tell their story. Um, you know, instead of uh, instead of. Uh, uh, wanting people always be happy and, and um, behave a certain way, why mm-hmm. not simply let them have the moment that they need to have then, right? Mm-hmm. Ask them to share a story about, if they're, if they're sad because they miss somebody at Christmas, ask them to share a story about that person um, or, or about themselves or um, just try and find a way to connect with them that allows them some expression. Um, why not do that? Why why insist that they have to behave like, you know? Because they'll bring everybody else down, right? Yeah. W- w- <laughs> how do, you don't know that, first of all. Secondly, um, what what what's the, and again we we were just we we're just talking about this that the we're telling a story about we're telling the story about Christmas about how love came into the world in a moment when. Uh, the world was, you know, well, kind of like it is now. Lots of crap was happening. Um, and this young couple who are poor struggle across the desert so that they can have a baby in a particular place because somebody is forcing them to do that. And uh, crazy, strange people show up. Um, they end up in a in a stable. Um, where's the happiness in that story? Well, there might not be happiness, but there's joy in the birth of a child. Hmm. Right, um, and in
0: the, in the in the midst of the fear and uncertainty, there's hope. In the midst yeah. of the adversity and the struggle, there's also peace. Yeah, it's so funny how it's funny how our our dualities. Sundays,
1: our our Sundays for Advent, are hope, peace, joy, and love. There's no Sunday that's happiness. There's no Sunday that's um, Christmas presents. Do, do you know what I mean? where there's no there's no none of those four sundays is a is a surface thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? They're all they're all inner uh That's so true. inner uh lo, lo, but but let's 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 make sure we get all the way through this. They're um deep inside us inner spiritual things which we need to express. Yeah, right? Yeah. They need to be expressed. They are not we are not living them if they're not being expressed um so joy doesn't need to be expressed as happiness all the time um it simply needs to be expressed as it, it can be it can be a sense of satisfaction it can be a sense of of um uh, uh, just remembering uh, uh, remembering a moment that had a powerful impact on you um, mm. and reconnecting with that moment we've we've talked lots before too about how um we, we don't have it's not that moments uh what was it people say that uh, time heals all wounds mm. <laughs> um, it, 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 except the wound is still there right
0: and it's not time that heals it
1: and it's not the time that heals it because everybody's time is different it's what happens in that time um and and it's how you're prepared um how you're prepared to go forward. Right. Um, you
0: said something about hope a couple of weeks ago where in your sermon that you said, now go out and live out your hope. And so yeah. without the living it out part, yeah, it's not and, as,
1: and the thing is that, that that's about, that's about, um, that's about sharing your story too. Right. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: well, expressing, you just use the word expressing. Like, yeah. You have to express the joy, however that looks, and yeah. like it's different for all of us, but it, it's the same with reminds, all of us. It reminds
1: we just kind of mentioned it in passing before we kind of started here to, today, but um, there's, I'll just say that there is somebody in Bashaw who, well, she hasn't called me this in a while, used to call me Eeyore. <laughs> <laughs> somebody who I would like to point out is very Eeyore-like themselves now having said that that doesn't mean you're not joyful i think eeyore is joyful i think eeyore absolutely is he's not happy sure i'll agree with that but i think he i think he is full of joy you know why i think he's full of joy why is because whether he's happy or not his friends include him right he's always part of the story He's always right. his friends. His friends don't mind. It. Even Tigger, who is exactly the opposite, right? Um, Tigger's like Mr. Happy all the time. Yeah. Um, includes Eeyore. They're friends. Right. And they let Eeyore say, they don't just, when Eeyore says stuff, they don't say, oh, stop talking and go away. You're, you're bringing this down. They bring him into the group. They let him say how he's yeah. feeling. They let him tell his story. I think he's full of joy because he's part of the group. That's a
0: great way of looking at it. Um, So
1: he just expresses it differently. Piglet, Piglet is notoriously, uh, Winnie the Pooh is just like the Bible in microcosm. Um, (laughs) In fact, I, 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 I imagine. See, I sometimes I imagine that, that Jesus probably told stories that, that the same way. Like he probably told a lot of Winnie the Pooh stories. Yeah, we just up didn't write them isn't... down that way because you know who wants to read a story about you know a bear and you know a pig and like stuffed animals? Like no, no, you got to be make it sophisticated <laughs> so who, so for adults. Uh,
0: so who's Jesus? But, Winnie the Pooh? Um, Christopher Robin, or is Christopher Robin God?
1: Okay, we're gonna to have to talk about this in another time because
0: <laughs> that could be a whole like, that could be a whole separate or thing.
1: In fact, there's a that wrote um, that book, The Tao of Pooh. Um, he's written a series of them about those, those kind of things. But yeah. but um, I, the thing about the thing about the, those characters, though, it's like, even Piglet, who is fearful, right? He's not fearful Anxious. all the time. He's still part of the group. He's still you know he's that he still has joy. Um, it, it, and and but but Eeyore, Eeyore is the one that we most readily and and Tigger we'd say oh he's just full of joy you don't know that he's acting happy all the time and he's surely energetic but you you don't know that for sure until he expresses that right yeah um and and happiness isn't the only way to do that um and and, and I just that that's always I've always thought that. Eeyore, Eeyore is probably Yep, probably my favorite Winnie the Pooh character Um, because he's probably, actually that's probably because he's the one that people like the least. But nonetheless, um, I, I think he's full of joy just because the guys let him be in the group. That's not true. Let me say that differently. They didn't let him be in the group. They brought him into the group and helped him feel like he belonged. He doesn't ever show up acting like he doesn't belong
0: so what you're saying is he has he's not joyful because they're tolerating his presence he has joy in his life because look at the fruit look, he at, belongs. look at look at all the things in his life he has a, yeah. a group and a place that he belongs he belongs he is a he he is free to be his authentic self free of judgment right and that right there has got to have some joy in it
1: but but the thing about all of that too it though is that they are constantly reminding him he belongs. Yeah. Not by saying, oh, cheer up and be happy and forcing him to be something he's not. But be with us. But by just be with us and be who you are. Yeah. Um, and there's a, there's, a, there's a huge lesson there for churches. Well, not just churches, any, any community, anybody who's trying to build community um, is to build it the way Winnie the Pooh builds community, right? Just people be who they are. Yeah. And that's how they belong.
0: So maybe we need some new Christmas carols because we have all these Christmas carols that are about, you know, have a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. And it sets this giant expectation. The bar is always high leading into this, this time of year. And if it isn't just happy, happy, joy, joy all the time, then we feel like Christmas f- failed. But if we if we were more... Inclined to to wish each other an authentic Christmas or a real Christmas instead of a happy Christmas or a a jolly Christmas. All are the time. you saying,
1: don't say Merry Christmas, Ben? Well, are you declaring war on Christmas, Ben? No, definitely not. Well, let me, but, That's uh, actually that's a really room good for point, some though. New there's, cards here. There is room for lots new. Uh, we still have "Baby It's Cold Outside" as a Christmas song. <laughs> um, so you bet there's room for improvement, uh, and and why why wouldn't there be always room for improvement? We should be always coming. It, sure, it's great, and don't get me wrong, it's great to have like I like old classic Christmas, And and um, my mother always loved God rest you merry gentlemen. She was English, by the way, but my mother always loved God rest you merry gentlemen. Well, the tune's kind of dark, and it's God rest you merry gentlemen. It's you know. So should we sing, "God rest you, Mary, gentle folk"? Gentle people. To be gentle people—that's too many syllables. Um, and she—I I know she would say no. That's not how it goes. Yeah. Um, because the touchstone for her wasn't the the word gentleman it was she remembered it when from when she was a kid in england and you know it was a traditional english carol and and it brought back all sorts of memories and other things that she connected with and she remembered stuff right um and that's the thing about christmas carols and why traditional ones last is because people connect with them and they bring uh whatever the language is or whatever the words are yeah. they can remind but you also have to be understanding of the fact that sometimes somebody at christmas is not going to be in the mood to hear um it's a holly jolly christmas they're not gonna be in the mood to hear um joy to the world yeah you know um they're not gonna be in the mood for that because um they hear it as being about about being happy yeah and and that's the thing is and especially i know i have said before joy to the world is not a christmas carol it's a paraphrase of a song so Mm -hmm. when it says joy to the world it means actually the way you should be thinking of joy, right? Um, and that's just coming right back to Merry Christmas. That's the difference between Happy Christmas and Merry Christmas for me. I'm okay. I I think Merry Christmas is great because Merry isn't just happy to me. Like I don't associate it with just ha- being just happy. Mm. I think there's more to it. I think there's there's it it evokes the idea, and maybe it's because. My background's English too, I guess, I don't know, or I read Dickens too much at Christmas, but it evokes that time of family and coming together and sharing. Merriment, in it, yeah. right? Merriment, right? It's an experience. It's not just a go and be happy. It's you're actually experiencing the merry, merriment. I was gonna say merriness, I guess that's not a word. Um, but, but that's the thing about joy, is that joy is uh, an experience And it's not something you can order somebody to do. It's somebody you invite them to express. And they'll express it the way that they express it. Um, And sometimes that's not happiness. Sometimes it's telling you a really sad story. But it's a really sad story that helps them feel um, they're reconnecting with someone or something that brings them joy.
0: Yeah. Well, I love all of these different angles that we've... um explored through this conversation of different just different layers or different uh viewpoints to look at joy from um and i guess next week we're going to be talking moving from joy into love which is the final week of advent before we get to christmas day um so yeah anyone listening to this uh, i would encourage you to to just keep coming back and and uh stay with us through the rest of this Advent season as we wrap up the rest of this year and then move into a new year pretty soon. That's exciting. Yikes. Um, I mean,
1: yes, because we're looking forward (laughs) to new beginnings in the new year. Anticipation of great joy. That's right.
0: Thanks for this, Robin. Thanks, Ben. Thanks everybody for listening and we'll catch you next time.